You never know where you're going if you don't look back Hold it tight like a fist for it fades to black You got a relic, best to keep it true A ticket to the past, it can bring you to You got a relic, it come far and few Remember what you do, it comes back on you A relic, best to keep it true A ticket to the past, it can bring you to You got a relic, it come far and few What's good, people? This is the Relic Podcast. I'm Chad Snow, and thank you for listening. Episode 127. It's Tuesday, November 14th. What time is it, Bam? It's like 8 a.m. here in Hawaii. Back when I was in fifth grade. So this is 1983. Trying to do the math in my head. 83, 84, 80, 45. Yeah, 1983. Right after Thanksgiving break. My mom moved us to the north side of town. We started out our lives in the, on the south side of town of Aberdeen, South Dakota. And we went to Simmons Elementary. And then when we were in fifth grade, we uh, packed our bags and moved up north, which wasn't a popular move. I didn't want to move. I want to stay at Simmons. I've kind of brought this up before, I feel, but you'll see where I'm going with it. And because the north side was kind of viewed as the, the rich side, the preppy side, the side that wasn't any good at sports. And we're going, going to be going to C.C. Lee Elementary School which we had always kicked their butt in sports, football, basketball, soccer, whatever whatever sport we could play, we'd play them and we'd beat them. And I have to go play for them. I didn't want to do that. But I didn't really have a say in the matter. So we move. And we're getting ready to start school at this new state-of-the-art school that had no walls. And very, very little windows. And all the schools that I, you know, I went to Simmons Elementary School. So it was a traditional old school school. It had walls. Each classroom was contained. Had its own little bathroom in it. Little coat rack, etc. Now we're going to this new school that had, it was like open. Didn't have walls. Had a shared bathroom. Had this fountain that was like a huge, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a fountain. And who, who, who puts a fountain in the school? So it was all weird. It was all new to me. And we go there for a little visit, a little tour, and then it's time to start school. And that's Bam in the background. She's talking to herself. She's figuring out words. So now she's kind of babbling a little more than she normally does. But anyway, so I start school and... uh my brother, TJ, got sick, quote unquote, sick on the first day that we we're going to start this new school. So I was left to my own, had to go there on my own. And my mom, who was a teacher, she dropped me off early because she had to go to school herself. So I get dropped off and there's like no one there. And this is, again, my memory. And uh, the, maybe the secretary or the principal, they walked me to the commons area of the upper pod, which was fifth and sixth grade. 
and I'm sitting in this upper pod kind of by myself looking around thinking like what the hell am I doing here and all of a sudden I hear a hey snow and I turn around and there's this man he's like come with me I'm like oh shit who's this guy whoever he is he means business and so he has me putting up Christmas ornaments decorations around his room Ed Corbel fifth grade fifth and sixth fifth and sixth grade teacher and from that moment on I was like ooh this guy again serious means business and has a presence about him that he must be someone I need to pay attention to because again growing up there weren't, weren't a ton of male teachers usually females and now all of a sudden this guy come with me and has me putting up Christmas decorations before the kids get to school. So that was my first introduction to C.C. Lee and Ed Corbel. And throughout the course of that year and the course of the next year, my sixth grade year, Corbel, I call him Corbel, was my teacher my mentor, my father figure, all kind of rolled up in one when I needed it the most. And again, that was 1983. So fast forward to 2023. Last week, Corbel comes to visit. And, and again, I... I'm skipping so much I could go on and on about this man and talking about different stories, but to make a long story short, ever since I was in fifth grade, Corbel's been in my been in my life. All through high school, all through junior high, all through college, he was there. When I came home to visit, first person I would see was Corbel and my mom. First I'd go see my mom. Then I go check in with Corbel, and he lived close by. Whenever I had to move from job to job, or when I got a new teaching job, or I, he was the one to help me move. Hey Corbel, I'm moving. All right, when? All right, I'll be there. He was always there, and that's something that I value greatly and I will never forget because he's shaped me into who I am today I didn't have a dad growing up I didn't have a I had two male role models in my life that I shouldn't say two but two main ones Ed Corbel and Gary Martin I've talked about Gary before Ed Corbel was another one when my mom passed away he was there he was the first person I went to go see when I got to Aberdeen stayed at his place whenever I go to Aberdeen now Go visit. Stay at his place. He's that guy. He's that guy for me. And I even, I know to this day, if I needed something, he would be there for me. And so it was great to have him come visit Kenyatta and myself and Bam um, for a week. We got to go to Pearl Harbor, went to go, you know. He got to see Hawaii, got to see where we live, got to see us. Got to hang out, got to sit by the pool, got to chill, got to relax. No, man. Sorry, I had to correct my daughter. 
So yeah, it was great having him here. And it's 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 he's just one of those guys that doesn't matter how much time passes. It it's just catch up where we left off. True friend. Again, f- friend, father figure. The I couldn't put enough, enough titles on it. And it was sad, sad dropping him off at the airport. And I always look forward to seeing him again. And the only point I'm making is I just want to say thank you to Ed. I want to say thank you for everything he's done for me. He's been there for the good times, the bad times, and everything in between. There's nothing that he doesn't know. There's nothing that he hasn't seen. And I'm grateful and I'm appreciative of it. And I'm glad that he's gotten to see Bam grow up and she's got to go over to his house in Aberdeen and hang out and his, make a mess out of his bird bath and just hang out at his house because that's what that, I look at it as my house too. Because I, you know, for all intents and purposes, I grew up in his house as well. Hold on. No bad. Put it down. She's staring at me. I wish I could take a picture of this moment right now. She's looking at me like, what? Like, what? Had to hit pause really quick because Bam was messing, getting close to the electrical outlet. In some lessons, I don't want them to have to, have to learn on their own. I got a teacher. But she listens good. But anyway, back to what I was talking about, Ed and the the impact he's had on me and what he's meant to me and my brother and what he continues to mean to me appreciate it and i'm lucky to have had to have had someone like him in my life when i needed it the most a male role model a male male figure father figure because a lot of guys that grow up without one don't have that opportunity and i did And thank you, Ed, for being there. And thank you for always being by my side and continuing to be so. I appreciate that. And that's all I got to say about that. So make sure you guys make it a great day. I'm out. You never know where you're going if you don't look back. Hold it tight like a fist for it fades to black. You got a relic. Best to keep it true. A ticket to the past that can bring you to. You got a relic that come far and few. Remember what you do, it comes back on you. A relic, best to keep it true. A ticket to the past that can bring you to. You got a relic that come far and few.